0: and our YouTube channel to chronicle our adventures. Come along with us to amazing places and learn from our mistakes and our successes.
1: We hope that you will get out there too and have a photog adventure of your own.
0: It's episode 45 and it's the eclipse episode The eclipse episode The eclipse episode <laughs> And I am in the kitchen in Donnelly with Brent Huntley. Hey Brent. Hey everyone. And we've got Brendan on the phone. He is actually committing at us through my phone from... Idaho Iona. Falls? Oh, Iona.
1: Yeah, Iona, which is just outside of Idaho Falls, yeah.
0: Uh, how was it? Okay, quickly, let's start with your nightmare, or was it a nightmare? You left when, Saturday? I left
1: last night, Saturday. It was, I think we left our house around, I want to say 9. 9,
0: nine p.m. O'clock. or a.m.?
1: Yeah, 9 p.m. So, yeah, we drove just three 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 and a half hours the night and uh, got here not too bad. Traffic was you know nominal and uh... i'm
0: really thinking i think i was telling it to brent earlier when i was doing a live feed is it's just the traffic situation i think it's like a stadium where you everyone drives to the game that that same day but at different times but everyone leaves the game at the exact same time and so right. traffic on the way there is pretty minimal depending on where you choose to go and how late up until you go and so you left saturday right. night i left friday it wasn't so bad. I mean, it wasn't bad at all. Although, potentially, you may have people that leave right after totality. So, they might not even wait. It's kind of like fourth quarter. The game's already in hand. It's over. And they're going to go just right away just because the totality is finished. And you think they might leave before it even's done clipping the sun? I wouldn't doubt it, especially since you're thinking, we got to get ahead of traffic. Well, and
2: it's, what, four hours long?
0: So, Brent said something (laughs) on the live feed, and I want him to repeat about what they're predicting for traffic in this area. So,
2: usually we're about an hour and a half up from Boise, and... They're saying maybe eight hours to get back into town. <laughs>
0: oh, oh man! My gosh, you're looking at a difference of seven hours because of what's going on. Yeah, it's, it's one highway, two lane highway. If there was a deer on the road, I didn't have space to drive. It was kind of a narrow, narrow highway too.
1: Yeah, yeah, a lot of curving. It's a two lane highway. That's what's going to kill it. Yeah, is that two lanes?
0: Yeah. How about you, Brent? How was your drive? How did you? I, you flew in, right? Yeah, I flew in, and my flight got in at
2: midnight. So I came up in the middle of the night and there's nobody.
0: All right. So Brendan's up in Iona area, Idaho Falls area for the Eclipse. You have a situation chosen around convenience for your family, right? Why did you choose there for the Eclipse?
1: So I've got a buddy who lives up here and we're staying at his place and uh, he's actually gone out and scouted a spot for us. So there's a kind of a, a wooded foresty area Oh yeah? that we're going to go up to and I think maybe a hill. And so we're going to go over there and scout it out again to, to today, later today. And uh, actually going to go pick some berries up there too. So I'll get some drone footage and some regular uh, GoPro or... Our camera phone footage on the way up there and it'll be pretty cool
0: have you had a chance yet to film an opener for the video
1: no so i'll do that today because it was pitch black last night it wouldn't have been very good uh,
0: so. yeah i didn't do mine until i got to Glen's ferry so it'll be fun yeah. going back and forth and jumping back between yours and my footage how are the clouds we, in your sky right now it
1: doesn't look like there's any clouds right now
0: that was our yesterday but today it's cloudy here oh really yeah almost 100 percent. well let's say it this way it's what do you think? 30 to 40% covering? Probably. But it's like the whole sky has 30 or 40% spotted. I just did a live oh. video showing it. So check it out. It's just... If this was Monday morning, I'd be panicking right now. I'd be crying. Mm. But from what Clear Dark Sky says and everything, it looks like those are just here today and gone tomorrow. Quite okay. the cliche, but it don't. It's going to be that way. So we're pretty optimistic. When I looked at the WonderGround report of the weather here, it showed partly cloudy today. Will it just update and say, "Oh yeah, and tomorrow's partly cloudy," or will it just say clear? Right. Pray. Praying for clear. So Brent, what brought you to this area? Why are you here for the eclipse?
2: My wife and I came out here with our kids in May. And I made the comment to my wife that it'd be fun to be out here during the eclipse. And sure enough, she went ahead and bought me tickets and planned the whole trip. Right on. She bought me the tickets for Father's Day. She already had everything all booked and ready to go. So I didn't plan anything.
0: Did she surprise you with it? She did. I had no idea. You had no idea. What were you thinking you were going to do before you found out? Watch it from home, take an hour from work and go outside and (sighs) look at it. You were going to see it in Las Vegas then. That was your best bet? Yeah, it wasn't going to be very good. Oh, awesome. (laughs) Were you pretty excited when you found out that you actually get a B in the path of total? Mentality?
2: Yeah, definitely. I haven't seen one for probably 20 years.
0: You actually have seen one, though.
2: Well, I remember seeing one in fourth grade. A full total
0: eclipse? I i don't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I think I've seen partials, but I've never seen a full. Maybe even an annular, but I haven't seen a full. Have you, Brandon? Yeah, and I
1: can't remember. I think I've seen at least like a 90% before, but I don't know if it was a full or not either. It was in Arizona when I was a kid. I don't remember all the details because was, I was. Yeah, I was like third or fourth grade too. I can't remember
0: exactly. So, (laughs) gotcha. So, guys, we're recording right now on Sunday at 3 p.m. And so, we know that by tomorrow this time, we'll have actually seen it and we'll know how good it's going. So, I can't, stinking, wait. So, Brent and I have been talking about it all morning. Uh, Brent, what are our options that we have all written down here? Yeah, unfortunately,
2: I didn't plan anything until today. Uh, So, my wife went through all the trouble of planning the trip and I didn't plan anything for it. you didn't know exactly where you would stand <laughs> yeah i i didn't even look up hardly anything but we looked at it for a while today that's what we've been doing um we came up with four options um we could stay here where we are now but we're looking at under a minute of yeah. totality so that's Less not really an option minute. the crazy mm. thing
0: brendan if we go just practically a mile south we jump from under a minute to over a minute and then some
2: how far is Cascade? Yeah, Cascade, you're looking 20 minutes maybe.
0: So a 20-minute drive, and how much does it change with just that? With that, we get almost to two whole minutes. <laughs> so we go from 54 seconds under a minute total moment of totality, and we drive 20 minutes, and we're at a minute 58. So it's like we have absolutely zero excuse to get anything less than that.
1: That's how that's how my situation is too, actually. Um, Dan said we were going to drive about a half an hour to this area, and he says we'll almost double our time also for top <laughs> right.
2: That's yeah, pretty yeah. awesome we're actually we're at the north tip of a lake right now and just driving to the the south tip we get a minute just to the south tip of
0: that lake we add a whole nother minute so technically the south tip of cascade is where we're thinking of going and that's two minutes and seven seconds around it just depends on where we end up standing now I'm not starting a clock when i'm underneath it i'm just gonna watch it and enjoy so it doesn't really matter how many seconds but two minutes full knowing that we did that Mm -hmm. we're only five seconds off the absolute blue line middle and so we're not going to have any regret whatsoever after doing that yeah no we just have to find somewhere to do it now now he has a cool situation that we have two options he has what was your vehicle that's uh
2: it's a little yamaha it's a two-seater cool
0: Kind of like a Can-Am, Brendan. So we can take that out if we wanted to from here and have an hour-plus drive to get to location. But say traffic is on this main freeway between here, Cascade, and Donnelly, our way back is entirely back roads. And we can take an hour, but we don't have to worry about traffic, and we just get to enjoy it. But the problem is you had some fun driving in that yesterday, so maybe we shouldn't take the Yamaha
2: yeah, that thing can fly. I think I hit I hit almost eighty miles an hour on a dirt road yesterday. <laughs> Whoa. And some of the negative things that happened from that. yeah, I hit a lot of bugs. <laughs> i uh, I got stung by a yellow jacket. <gasps> In his face. Yeah, right on my neck. Oh, oh, I felt a sharp pain on my neck, and I reached down and pulled a yellow jacket off of it.
1: So, yeah, when you're going those at those speeds, you definitely want some headgear, huh? You definitely want to wear some protection.
2: Yeah, I've got a couple helmets. I just haven't put them on yet. Do they <laughs> yeah, cover the was, face? Yeah. No, they don't. They cover everything but the face. So uh, the,
1: uh, the bee
0: could fly in there.
1: You're still <laughs> open to all that. Oh, man.
0: What was it with your refreshment that you had on the way like, back? Oh,
2: yeah. There's a, there's a gas station here where you can pick up some a good ice cream cone. Yeah. So I got an ice cream cone, not thinking, I'm driving. I hit about 50 miles an hour. All of a sudden, that ice cream just flies off into my face.
1: <laughs> oh, man, I wish we had that on video. Yeah,
2: I, I, did, I didn't think through that one too well. That would well.
1: Have been fantastic.
0: <laughs> that's not a chocolate chip, that's a beetle. Yeah, Yeah. I
2: I had to stop multiple times to clean the bugs off my glasses.
0: (laughs) Wow. Well, guys, let's jump into our next segment after this. We're going to take a break and we come back. We're going to hear more about how the scouting went in our locations, what we feel about for our options for astrophotography tonight. And then we'll end this podcast with us actually live talking about right there under the total solar eclipse and how it is. So come back after the break. right. Hey guys, we were talking about lensprotogo.com. We have loved working with them and I went through their site and I have rentals coming that are going to add me up to the eight, the 10, the punch card. You can actually get a free $100 rental after renting a bunch for $100 plus and you know how it is. You rent a lens, you go for three to five days. It's very easy to get to that $100. Not to mention that if you sign up for their newsletter, you go and join the rewards program, they give you $5 off, $10 off. My very first rental with lensprotogo, it ended up having 30 dollars off my very first time so when i compared it against other rental options i had a huge price difference so i was really loving lens pro to go we're working with them and partnering with them if you guys can go to lensprotogo.com go through the whole checkout and then use the discount code adventure10 adventure10 it'll help give them information that we helped you get there that we pointed you guys in the direction of lens pro to go and you'll help out and support photog adventures that way it would be awesome thanks guys Welcome back to the Photog Adventures podcast, and now at this time, we have gone and scouted out our areas. Myself and Brent, we went and scouted our area, and Brendan, you went out and scouted your spot. What did you think about your spot? Um,
1: Yeah, so my spot is actually in Kelly Canyon, which is actually a ski resort area just outside of Idaho Falls.
0: Big hills, you can't see very far in the distance, or do you have some gaps?
1: No, there actually is some, um, we can wind up the road a little bit, get to the top of the hill, and we can see the whole valley from there, which is pretty pretty
0: sweet oh, that is sweet i'm jealous of that could
1: be pretty nice i'm not sure how i'm going to attack it with my regular camera um i'm probably just going to do a my camera on 15 to 30 probably 15 millimeter wide and just get the whole landscape and watch it in shadow with my camera
0: nice time lapse
1: that way yes and then i'm going to get the drone out and fly it around and uh, see what the drone can see from as far as shadowing and stuff like that from up in the air. So,
0: oh man, you should drop a new battery in it at the moment of totality. So what, like at eleven thirty-two, put a new battery in it, fly it up to a point, and put it on a circular on a circular orbit of looking mm-hmm. at you, and just have it do that the entire time of the of the totality. That'd be so cool yeah, to see your reaction really cool. and all your shadow. Ah, oh, yes. So Brent and I went out to our location. And south of Cascade, we have a minute and 58 seconds. Or we have two minutes and seven seconds. And so right around that area, we were driving around. So Brent, tell us what the places that we were checking. We
2: really only had one option for a road in uh, Lakeshore Drive. We drove around there. It's a big open valley. Uh, the problem we had was trying to find somewhere where we could get up above and get a good view of the valley. Yeah. We uh, We found one dirt road going up the mountain, and there happened to be a a park ranger there to talk to us about it. Yeah,
0: they were all camped out, Brendan. They had three or four of them sitting there, and apparently he called it the One Legal Road to drive all the way up to the peak. really. So over up this road, it was an eight mile drive to the peak and you can get at the top there. And he says it was already packed and you can barely get up it very quickly because it's such a bad terrain, such a bad road that you're gonna be creeping your way to get all the way up to the top. Mm. So that's why they were there at the front warning people of not going in and telling us that if you can make it with your tires, you'll be set. Yeah, we
2: we actually decided we wanted to go look at it and we started driving and after what, 10 minutes, we pulled open the map to see how far it was and realized we were maybe 10% of the way there. Yeah. So we
0: turned around. We didn't want to spend the next hour and a half getting up there just to have to do it all the way back down without, you know, staying there for the night.
2: Although it probably would have ended up better than what did happen.
0: (laughs) So when we left there, we didn't want to be with the crowds. He said it was packed up there. It was cool above the tree line and everything, but we wanted to try a different spot. So we went north of there and we kept driving towards the lake, the Cascade Reservoir. And at that spot, there's a golf course. And as we're on our way to the golf course, we decided to turn up a road that we saw going up the hill. We're like, oh, cool. There's a road that might lead up this hill. So he turned off to the right and he started doing a U-turn to go up that road and as he did it he nailed a bolt a bolt that was just I mean we're talking a quarter of an inch head no probably half an inch a half an inch head and a quarter of an inch pipe on the tread and it had I I hear oh no so I'm looking for it I look out the window and I can see that bolt like oh, I bet we just drove we just drove right over that I bet and so he's turning he hears that sound and we're checking it out we could we go to the tire you could reach it did you ever feel the air coming out or did you just hear it too yeah i only heard it so he's like okay let's see if we can get back into town because we're literally a mile away from cascade maybe less and so we, he starts booking it down the road as the tire's getting flatter and flatter and flatter. <laughs> He's just trying to stretch our luck, and we made it to the golf course. Yeah,
2: maybe halfway to town.
0: So he pulls over, we look at it, and we're talking, it was touching the ground. That picture I sent you, Brendan, is how flat yeah. it was when we finally decided to oh. stop. So we drove on that for a little bit. So
1: did you guys, do, did you th- did you guys throw on a spare and keep going from there? Or?
0: That's where the story, the plot thickens. Yeah,
2: unfortunately, <laughs> we, we found all the tools to uh, change the tire but the uh tire wrench was gone
0: there wasn't a tire iron tire wrench in there oh no he did have a socket wrench set though
2: yeah so we we got the spare tire out and
0: um that was a pain
2: yeah we got a we put an extension on the socket wrench and tried to turn the lug nuts with no luck so i started Mm. jumping on it and we snapped that
0: right off he snapped the extension he broke it right inside so that square piece uh, that connected it completely bent broken metal psh, just gone he had to poke it out from the other side to get that clear again so that we could use it right. on the regular size one but you can't get your knuckles past the past the wheel with that socket wrench so tight so i'm starting to go oh. around asking people for a tire iron and i asked people down on the beach there of this reservoir and they said yeah i've got one He went to his truck, picked one up and gave it to me. I thought we were in great luck. As soon as I got to the vehicle, he asked me, so do you think it'll fit? I'm like, what do you mean? These are all the same, right? He's like, well, they have bigger tires. No. I'm like, oh, you're kidding. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And it didn't fit. It was just a little too big. (sighs) Oh. So I had to resort to w- waving down cars, and we flagged down a van of a, of a couple, a guy and his wife who had just come from uh, Washington, come down from Spokane, Washington to see the eclipse. And luckily they mm-hmm. had plenty of time, and they were very nice.
2: They were, it was kind of sad that we were there for what, probably half an hour, and nobody even no slowed down. Other than the one guy who wanted to make sure we weren't camping there.
0: He pulls up and he's like, are you guys camping here? Like, no, we're just <laughs> stuck with a flat tire. Look, look at this tire. Oh, okay, good. Like, do you have any tools in that uh, golf cart? I don't think so. And then without saying anything else, he left. (laughs) (laughs) So that was it. At least we weren't camping there. In classic Photog Adventure fashion, we lost a tire. (laughs) Yeah,
1: seriously. Uh,
0: So that killed our scouting. So we know of our area. We know basically how we can go down that road and pull off on the side. I really don't feel like we know exactly where we want to be yet. We just know that we can check out these spots and we're going to go to that website on timeanddate.com where we can see the duration time and see Mm. maybe one of those spots right there will be fantastic for two minutes and one second or something and it'll be worth it. As long as it's two minutes plus, I'm not going to have any regrets.
1: Right. And I think that's similar to our spot. Our spot will be like two minutes and maybe 12 seconds or something like that. So.
0: Yeah, I'll have to check it out and text you. The thing that I'm noticing that I can't get out of this shot is that these valleys in between the mountains, they are not very wide. They're very long, but they're not very wide. And so Mm -hmm. my shadow vision is only going to be from when it's over the full eclipse and then leaving. I can see that direction only. And we're so close to the other side before it hits the hills. I'm wondering if it'll be a sharp line at all. It'll probably be the entire you know that fuzzy border of a shadow and how it creeps across it's only going to get entirely dark in that area or entirely bright all at the same time i don't think Mm. i'm going to see like a harsh shadow line going across my terrain what my time lapse will end up looking like is that the area just got darker there won't be an area Mm -hmm. visible that's light still while part of it's dark you know what i mean oh i see So I'm not going to get that awesome feeling of a traversing traversing moon shadow that's going across the terrain. That's just not going to happen.
2: Yeah, I don't have a good plan yet. I'm anticipating I'm going to run around during totality and (laughs) change my mind a million different times.
0: (laughs) I saw him take (laughs) pictures for the sunset tonight, and yeah, he's going to do that. Awesome. So thanks for joining us, Brendan. Thanks, guys. We'll come back after this, and it's going to be live from the Total Solar Eclipse. Awesome. All right. Okay. Hey, guys. (laughs) I'm kind of talking with hushed tones because I feel like it's, for some reason, a hushed moment. Yeah,
2: it's definitely kind of an eerie feeling going on.
0: We are sitting right now with the fingernail only visible. When I look at the clock right now, it's 1118, which means we are looking at 10 minutes exactly, T minus 10 minutes to total solar eclipse. So where are we at exactly?
2: We are in Smith's Ferry, right on the blue line. Can't get any closer.
0: Literally, you see my blue dot showing my GPS position, and it shows exactly the, the midline throughout the path of totality, and we are right here. So we're out in an area where you couldn't go into this big open grove on the bank of a river because they said they were at capacity, and yet when you look at it, their capacity is bizarre because look at that. I mean, we've got what looks like a parking lot for like a concert, an outdoor concert, and about one-third of the people have arrived, maybe even less, like one-fifth. There's just tons of gaps, like 10, 20 yards between every vehicle, and most people are out in their own little space, and yet that's the capacity? They can't take any more legally? What the devil? So we crossed the street and went up a dirt trail, one that got a little nerve-wracking at a moment.
2: Yeah, there was one point where... I had about a car width before I was gonna fall off, and we barely made it. But I'm kinda glad we couldn't park over by the river because being up elevated, I like it a little bit better
0: yeah we're just a little bit elevated in our position probably about 50 yards up above the street line and we're looking out over everything and everything that I had planned all the stuff about having a shadow creeping over the land and then seeing the totality from here and experiencing it with the big time lapse it is just bogus I'm running the GoPro time lapse but it is so high people said that how you're gonna get it so high in the sky and I thought well it starts so much earlier for us on the west side so it will be okay but still even at 11 o'clock it's so high but guy so you guys were right I was wrong I was overly ambitious and idealistic about it so what we do have our tree line heavy forested tree line where it's just the you know the evergreen pine needle trees they have trees on the hills all the way to the top of the hills in front of us the river in front of us and I, while it's an interesting shot it's porta potties and people out by their cars and people sit with fanny packs on it it's not a landscape shot and so our frame shot it just doesn't exist but you look around really feels eerie. The light, the color, everything, there is an eerie feeling about this.
2: Yeah, it's definitely, we've got warm tones too, so I don't know, I feel like I'm sitting in a painting almost. (laughs)
0: Yeah, everything is bizarre. Let me put on my glasses and see what I'm seeing now. Oh man, that fingernail is tiny. So if you're experiencing a 90% eclipse, just completely at the max, it will go 90%. That's what I'm seeing right now. And I am so stoked that I am going to see. That puts me at a dollar fifty on Stoked by the way. I think $1.50, $1.75 this weekend. And I am looking at the thinnest sliver of sun. It's not at the point of contact where you have a little bit of bleed out on the set the edge, that kind of that weird glow bleed out. But what we have set up here, let me explain it. At the very far left we have Brent's camera. It's on a tripod. He has a 10 stop filter on there, a 10 stop ND. He's not holding it any lengthy period of time. He is putting his hat over it in between shots and taking a bracketed shot. He's recomposing it every time, making it focus, making it good, brackets it and then sits there and protects it between shots. And He's grabbing all that he can. My camera is connected to the Celestron Nexstar 6 SE with a T adapter. And I am only doing totality. So I'll take off my front uh, lens, my front telescope cap as soon as it's totality here in a few minutes. Oh my gods, it just got way darker. It just felt like I was closing my eyes a little bit because it got so much darker. So I'm trying to keep this on. I'm going to let this mic go during totality. You'll hear everything I can. I've got a mic on me that's going to go into my camera. And so I have double double mics on this. Experience the totality with us. Oh my lands.
2: Man, it just dropped like ten degrees.
0: It is bizarrely quite a cold. was freaking out. <laughs> Turning the mic on. Let's hear some noise, people. People are cheering out there, yelling. Hear some noise. They're getting excited. Oh my god, we are just minutes away and the temperature is dropping exponentially. It is bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy
1: crap.
0: <Wow>. <laughs> I right now I can actually pull my phone up to the light of that sun without a problem. It is so dark <laughs> out here. <laughs> the temperature, the temperature is bizarre. The temperature is so much different than I expected it to be. I mean, oh, it is coming up. It is actually coming up. I can see it. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Look at how dark this is getting. Oh, I'm taking my glasses off. It is dark outside. It is dark. <laughs> oh, oh, there it is! <laughs> wow! Oh my It's okay, camera coming on okay flipping the camera around Holy crap. oh you can't see it at all that is the weirdest thing ever that car's driving how are you driving right now where are you going where are you going <laughs> oh my god you're looking at the moon and it is just covering it. the corona stretching so far i gotta get a shot i gotta get a shot okay i didn't even focus We've got two minutes of this. we got two minutes of this. Oh, I can't think. I can't think. Okay, flip the live view. Flip the live view. Oh, get into frame. Get into frame. Okay. Come on. Move. Oh, man. It is. It is amazing. I can't even think. I can't. I
2: wish I had a freaking 400.
0: <sighs> that looks so bizarre. There's a planet.
2: Oh, wow. Do you yeah. see
0: that planet up there? And there's stars over there. <laughs> oh my gosh. It looks like you got the
2: sunset over there. <laughs> without actually having
0: a sunset. Okay, now I'm getting my camera into position. Come on, baby. I I am having a hard time getting this into position where I can see it. It is just too exciting right now. I've actually got my laser pointer on. Okay, I was too high. I was too high. I can't believe how dark it is right now. Okay, I have it in frame. I just got to get it in focus. Oh my gosh. The little kid down there just said that they can't see it anymore. The sun's gone. Oh, here it's coming back. Was that two minutes? Was that really two minutes? So I'm taking a shot. Oh no, I'm getting lit up. Oh, I should have been videoing this. (sighs) That was too fast for two minutes. Was that two minutes? Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm glad we came down this far, though. Oh, when did I bump that? I stopped showing it. I don't know when that stopped stop recording, guys. I'm sorry, but it is <sighs> coming back, the point of coming back, oh, I can't and it's look over. It's over, where's my glasses? What's it look like up there? Oh, I can't it's keep. just barely over it. Ah, oh, just barely over it. Come here and give me a post reaction. Oh, oh gosh, my, my heart's racing. Oh, my God. heart is beating, I, I am sick. I'm sick because the camera turned off at one point. <laughs> it turned off on me at one point, and I didn't know it during the during the total eclipse. And the situation with my camera here on the telescope, it did not work. I was so zoomed in with this telescope after all that that sun's so close that I didn't have much more view other than the actual ring and barely in frame. So when I had it at totality, I couldn't focus it very well on it. I didn't get any shots that turned out until it had peaked a little bit out.
2: Yeah, I shot at 135, and the whole time I was just wishing I would have rented a 400. Um, I'm hoping that it's sharp enough that I can zoom in a little bit. But, man, just being here was incredible, so it was worth it.
0: Looking up and seeing it with my own eyes, I expected to see trails of corona going every direction, just like a star shape. Instead, it was about two. It seemed like two major big ones. I kind of felt like it was just fire coming out of the moon. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's kind of what it was, exactly what it was, it was bizarre. And sitting here when it got dark, it happened instantly, it happened so quickly. You'll see in the video, I have that. It didn't didn't turn off on me there, it turned off on me afterwards. And you can see me, I'm looking in, I'm looking down, it's getting darker, just everything around us gets so dark. And then we look up, people are screaming and cheering. You probably got a little bit of that audio and, <laughs> oh my gosh. You look at it the sun is covered entirely. I thought I was only going to see corona, but instead I saw this big white ring around the moon and then corona coming off that ring.
2: Yeah, I really thought that a minute would have been plenty and and two minutes was going to feel like a long time, but it didn't at all. It went so quickly.
0: Isn't that the truth? I, I looked at my clock after it went away, and I'm like, that's too fast, that's too fast, I was still trying to get a shot. I thought I had two full minutes to get my shot videoing, look at it myself, get down here on my camera, and it just went by like that. So if you're going to go to a total solar eclipse, and you're thinking, I can do just, just 54 seconds, you can't, unless you just stare at it the whole time and do nothing else because oh, that two minutes was too slow, Too that two minutes was too quick.
2: Yeah, I kept having an internal debate. I was fighting myself because I was looking down at my camera, wanting to get a good shot, but I didn't want to look away. Um, And I probably looked at my camera more than I should have, but it was a fight just to figure out what to look at.
0: I'm in that same boat. I kept looking at the camera I'm holding. I kept looking at the camera I'm trying to work with. It even... I delayed going to that camera because I was looking up going, Oh my gosh, look at that. That's so freaking bizarre. You can't see the moon whatsoever. I go to my glasses right now, and... It looks like the sun's just way back in action, but the sun is not way back in action. It is completely covered except for a funky-looking sliver. Do you want to get that shut at all?
2: Yeah, I'm going to grab it. Oh, cool.
0: So he's capturing a time-lapse of all these, or kind of a, a sequence of images of all these moments, and so that we can have that. Oh, wow. The, the thing you don't expect is how cold it gets. It's August, it was warm, I was sweating, I was using a sweat rag, to keep myself from being too sweaty, and then I still have chills on my arm, and not from the experience, but from the friggin' cold.
2: Yeah, it got freezing. It's still cold out, but man, it probably dropped a good
0: 20 to 30 degrees at least. Yeah, and I'm kinda disappointed in myself. If I see my backpack over there, the one on the right? and the very front pocket, the top zipper that you see hanging, no, not that one, yep. There's an actual temperature gauge, a thermometer in there. What's it say? It says 66 degrees, and it shows right now that there is a 57 degree low and a 77 degree high in here. Now, the problem was is this wasn't in the sunlight. I wanted to pull it out and experience it while we are out here, but I was just too occupied by the awesomeness of setting up beforehand and during, and so I didn't pull it out
2: yeah so i'm guessing a a probably about 30 degree drop what i'm loving right now is all these cars packing up and leaving which means if we wait until the end of the eclipse we won't have any traffic
0: yeah not in this area this is amazing i mean it is literally like the kickoff or the last whistle has blown in a soccer match and everyone's taking off right away they're going back to work or trying to get ahead of the traffic I think they're running into the traffic. This is a family down below us. There's a British family, or at least they have an accent, like an English accent. That might be from South Africa or Australia. I don't know, New Zealand. But these people are awesome. They have a little daughter who's probably four, five? I would say four. And while it's in there, she goes, Mommy, Mommy, the sun's gone.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's been really cute. It made me wish I had my daughter with me.
0: And yet, with all the stuff that was going on during those two minutes, I'm not sure I would have wanted to deal with kids at the same time. I mean, I had enough to deal with, and I still felt like the two minutes zipped by so quick. I'm glad we got those extra seconds. So now we are just amazed at what we experienced. Do you have the feeling of a spiritual awakening?
2: No, I don't have that. Imagine you're in the middle of a horror movie. You got a wolf howling at the full moon and just a creepy, eerie cool feeling all at once.
0: All right, cool. Want a little enthusiasm <laughs> in your voice. Ah, so it was bizarre. Everything has gone so slow. All the steps up until that point were slow. And then that step was instant. It was instant. All of a sudden it went from this light that we're experiencing right now to way dark. And you're looking at it like, is it gonna happen? And then there is an actual, visible, completely different feeling and different look of the sun and moon when it's at totality don't experience a total solar eclipse unless it's totality i just can't say don't experience that 90% 98% totality it is nothing compared to the
2: 100% yeah i thought you know it wasn't that big of a deal it wouldn't be worth it if you're going to be close enough to get most of it but it is completely
0: different watching it from 98% to 100 it is those last couple of percentage points and then going over it I mean, it was so disappointing when it started opening up again. You're like, no, 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 hold it, hold it, hold it. And it is just a completely different feeling. Let's go and talk to Brendan. We're going to get him on the phone and see if we can get him to join us in this podcast. And I just, not a spiritual awakening, but just a renewal of love of the things in space. I can't wait to get out to space.
2: Yeah, I'm hoping these uh, clear skies will hold up so we can get some good astro in tonight before I have to head to the airport.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, Milky Way tonight after what we experienced today, that sounds so exciting. Where do you think you want to take the shot?
2: Uh, you know, I don't know yet. I'm thinking there might be a good spot at the lake by the house we're at. Um, you know, maybe we'll head over there. We've, we should have a good few hours to shoot, so maybe try a couple different places.
0: Well, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to get Brendan on. Let's do this podcast here. hit oh, went for him. Brendan, you just recently did an order from LensPortigo and you had never done an order with them before. What was the process like? How did you enjoy it? Was it awkward, cumbersome? What do you think? No,
1: it was really easy. Their website is set up really clean, it's really fast. I went through and I picked two lenses that were both the 14 millimeters, one from Canon, one from Sigma. I checked it out and it was done. It was really simple. And um, I used our discount code and everything and everything worked great. I think I placed my order around noon even and it still came two days later so they were great about shipping their
0: packing is actually pretty nice and brilliant they have a pelican
1: case around everything yes yeah, so i was just about to say yeah it comes in a plain brown box i open the box and it's a pelican case i'm like oh that's fantastic you know like <laughs> that's a great great way to protect your gear love that about them yeah it's great
0: it's really cool if you guys can show a little support to photog adventures in their next rental go through lensprotogo.com and use the discount code adventure10 adventure10 hope you guys will go and check them out yeah all right, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We're in the last segment of this podcast, the long special episode of the Eclipse episode, and I'm here with Brent and with Brendan, and it's 11:45 at night after a long couple of days and a very long, exhausting. Awesome experience that we had today. You guys have already heard from myself and Brent right after the eclipse. And we're getting a chance now, finally, after all the traveling that Brendan has done to meet up with him and hear how it went for those guys over in Idaho Falls.
1: Okay, So the actual part that we scouted was not the actual place that my friend had designated for us to view the, uh, the eclipse. So um, the place we went to was like kind of like a foresty area. The place we went to view the eclipse was on top of a hill. And it was just totally like normal southwest desert with like the tall brush and the sagebrush. Um, But it was a great overview, overlook. You can see the whole valley from there, which was really cool.
0: Oh, right on. So what was your view of all the west side of Idaho? Or did you see on Um, the east from you going east? We
1: couldn't see. There were some hills. So from where we were, we could see the two hills that NASA had been set up at. And NASA actually had a couple people or a group over on the other hills that we could see then they already had they had their official setup for that area because that was pretty much almost dead center line oh cool to where we were because that was my
0: next question was how close were you to the middle of the point of totality pretty much pretty much on the middle do you know what the time was that you were expecting to have a total eclipse like two minutes
1: and 18 seconds ish
0: so he only had five extra seconds than we had yeah,
1: but it was glorious five seconds.
0: <laughs> it was better than ours, because I think we had nothing interesting in the last five seconds, probably was the only interesting yeah. part.
1: <laughs> so, um, so we got the drone out, we flew that around. You guys, we'll, we'll put that in the video. You got, They so the audience can see um, awesome. the area that we were at. Um, yes. I got the GoPro out for the eclipse itself and a little bit beforehand. And uh, and I did a time lapse of the valley. So Using I just had my wedding camera? open. Just my cam, just my Canon camera and my Tamron 15 to 30. Okay. I did just a, a 15 millimeter wide angle, just of the whole landscape, so you could see the shadow moving across. Did I didn't you, have the sun. Did you get that? Yeah, I don't. I don't have the sun, but I got the shadow moving across the whole valley in the time lapse.
0: Yes, awesome.
1: So that'll be cool. I mean, it, when it got dark, it was super crazy. I mean, it was like it was like nothing I'd seen before. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Because I've been in a
1: partial eclipse before as a kid. And I remember it being shaded, but not like this, because because like many people were saying, like they came up, even his aunt came up today or yesterday, late yesterday, because she's like, you know what? I've only been on a partial eclipse and I have a feeling it's going to be much different. And wow, was it totally different. Yeah.
0: I mean, Brent was saying it earlier, basically, that I thought it would be okay with a partial eclipse from home. But now that I've experienced what that last difference no. was to full eclipse, you would never miss out on this again. Would
2: no, you? no, definitely
0: not. <laughs> it
1: was so exciting, and it was so cool to see that Corona just shining. You just look at it with your straight bare eyes and just witness this amazing thing for two whole minutes.
2: Were you with two. a big group of people?
1: You know, we were with um, people. Actually, some people from Sandy, like really, like down the street from where I live, were parked right next to us there with their family, and there were two other people in front of them. So it was a small group that were there to- in total. But then there's people down the other side of the road on the other side of the hill, and there must have been like 50 cars there. Yeah. So it was a pretty popular spot because um, it was almost dead center. I mean, we're just like maybe a degree off from being dead center, right?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And um, they were excited to see the drone flying around. And, uh, and when I flew the drone during the actual eclipse, I forgot to hit record.
0: Well, I have the same kind of a flub on my camera here on the iPhone Seven. I recorded, or was going into it, and I was talking to the camera, and then I go, mm-hmm. "Oh, good, let me get the camera going on this camera." And I go to flip the screen, and I have to turn off recording, flip the screen, and then I hit oh, record right. again. I never hit record again, I guess, even though I thought I had and I was looking at the camera Uh, talking to it the whole total totality. I was working my telescope and showing and looking and all of that was gone. It was just me uh, looking at a camera that was showing my face, not even recording. So I have my own version of a flub for that. So I'm I'm really anxious to know if you have your GoPro out.
1: I did get my GoPro footage. Yeah.
0: Oh, during the totality, like your guys' initial yes. reaction to it? Oh, yeah. What were you filming yeah. yourself with a selfie view, or were you filming your kids? What, what did you fil- got? I
1: was doing myself. I was doing people around me. I was doing the sky itself. I was getting it all. I was getting everything. So, yeah.
0: <sighs> so don't feel too bad about your flub on hitting record on the drone. Right. I mean, it would have been interesting to see it go dark, but you can't see the eclipse, and that could have well, been really Well, we inter-
1: actually did. We were pointing at the actual... We with were the drone, at the actual clips, yeah, and you can see it. You can see it in the in the top of the frame, barely at the very, barely in frame, and you can see the ground below it too. And it and the and the drone actually auto adjusted to 3,200 ISO, so it could actually like get it all in. So it would have been grainy, and it wouldn't have been perfect, but it still would have been 4K. We could have downsized at 1080. We could have worked with it still, but. It wasn't recording the whole time. I was just like, "You've got to <laughs> be kidding
0: me!" Oh man, how else did it go? Did you guys? There were
1: so many things because I had my phone. I had my phone attached to the front of my telescope because my telescope was basically crap. So I just, I just, I just gaffers taped my my phone to the front of the telescope so I could actually see the screen of my phone through the telescope without a lens on it, and so that I could actually record a time lapse of. Um, the Corona with my phone, with the glass over it, with the welding glass right over oh, the Oh, yeah. It. I, what I didn't realize, and I'll have to change next time I happen, happen to come across this event, is uh, the welding glass completely went black once the Corona because I should have taken it off.
0: Oh, yeah, you have to take it off. And I didn't. I left oh. it on the time. Oh, died. dang
1: so it. this time map point. dark. And then the light again. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> Yeah, I lost so much time to turn, taking everything off at the Corona that as I was looking and then looking at my stuff and looking up, it bef- it was over before I knew it. I couldn't right. believe how fast two minutes went by.
1: So my family had such an awesome time viewing that and they were so excited about it that we talked to a guy the day before who's from Canada and he said he had his book, he got his book out in the almanac, almanac of all those solar eclipses. He says, okay, the next one's in 2000s is, is in seven
0: years,
1: in seven years, yeah, and it's going to be from Mazatlan mm. to like Michigan or something like that.
0: And so, so you're talking about probably, the one that goes over the United States next? Because in 2019, yeah. there's a full solar eclipse in Argentina and Chile. Oh, really? Yeah, July second.
1: It's only two years away.
0: Yeah, and you know what's down there in summer? Milky Way full core awesome, awesome-ness. at the southern hemisphere.
1: Yeah, it's well, also their winter. My wife and I are totally dead set on going again in 7 years to Mazatlan, taking our family there. Our kids will be teenagers, we'll have a blast.
0: You're going to go to Mazatlan instead of anywhere in America? Yeah, we'd yeah. rather go
1: to Mexico actually.
0: <laughs> I'm hey, there kid. with you. He rents on, he even have said you something. Been to Mazatlan? So, I mean, I've been to Mazatlan. I have before. been to I, Mazatlan. No. I got a sunburn yeah. from Mazatlan. It ruined my honeymoon my wife was completely sunburned in Mazatlan. Oh, but oh. he was talking about today. What'd you say again about? Uh, I said
2: I'm I'm waiting for one in the caribbean so i can go be on a beach and watch it over the ocean
0: (laughs) yeah so he's already on the same wave that you are
1: so i'm thinking about getting a star tracker set my camera up early tracking the whole thing. And then I'm just going to sit back and enjoy it with my own eyes when everything else is automatically taken care of.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a perfect segue into my questions. I have a couple questions for you guys. And one of them is what would you do differently next time? So Brendan, you would do those things differently next time. Brent, what would you do differently next time?
2: I'm either going to rent or buy a bigger lens. <laughs> yeah, <it's- laughs> oh.
0: And that's it. That's the only thing you change. You would use your same filter that you have. once you get a better solar filter? No, I thought the 10-stop
2: did just fine.
0: Yeah, but he kept having to cover his camera in between. If you could do a time-lapse mm-hmm. constantly throughout the whole time, you wouldn't want that?
2: Uh, you know, I might. I Well, I would want more bodies as well, so I could set up and do
0: yeah. more things. Yeah. Exactly. What I would want to do differently is I went and spent the whole time putting my camera on the telescope, not knowing that it was going to be so impossible for my telescope to focus on the Corona. I'm sitting there oh. going back, right, and left, right, and left, and I couldn't get it. It wasn't until I saw it change from Corona to a um, little more light in the top right corner that I was like, ah, crap, I'm getting in focus now, and it's over, it's over, go back, go back. Oh, and so I man. never could get my camera to focus on it. I got these really cool, I think they'll look neat in some marketing images where there's kind of yeah. some sun flare and lens flare on top of that cool just leaking out sunlight of the uh, moon so I have that not a very crisp one but an interesting one that could be good behind text and that's it I I had the GoPro out and I put it facing the sun and we took 5500 images on the GoPro every two seconds the GoPro went (laughs) off yep from the very beginning when it entered the moon very first entered all the way through that to corona and full totality and then all the way out until it entered on one battery too I never had to change it so it just kept taking that picture and it was adjusting for me. And you can see this ring of fire and then a dark black spot in the center in the GoPro. Even though that sun is so tiny of a dot on the GoPro wide angle, you can see all the change. You can see how the light goes from this normal green color to kind of tinted yellow and that eerie feeling when the light was changing in the terrain because you had all that light being blocked. It's not like the clouds and the clouds block the sun. You still get some light, diffuse light coming through. We got nothing coming through. So there was a literal blockage of light and it's just so different and so you can see in the GoPro you can tell it's coming close when the terrain goes from being a green regular b- b- light, bright scene to kind of a yellowing a yellowing it looks like and then it goes from there into darker 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 you see that little tiny corona and then you see it go from the corona very quickly back into it so I had the whole time lapse it's three minutes long to show everything transitioned to that corona <clears throat> and out of it and then it has that section right there of corona I did a magnification of it zoomed way in and replayed that for about 15 20 seconds so you see the transition from before corona corona out of corona on on the GoPro, so I have that nice. time lapse right now sitting at Adobe Premiere, and it's just taking so long to get the right graphic of Photog Adventures fit in the corner, and then I'm posting it. Nice. I just don't have all my libraries here, and so I don't have some of the cool stuff that I want, but I like that uh, shot.
1: I did um, a 500 shot time lapse with my Canon camera at 50 millimeters, like I said, and so that's 500 images that I can do as a time lapse as well. And what's funny is I went to the camera after it was all said and done, that was the last thing I took down was my camera, and I went there and it was done. I'm like, and I was going through the images. I'm like, oh no, I think it might've stopped before because I was doing it every 10 seconds. And I scrolled faster with the, with the 10, 10 um, images per set, you know, when you're going through. And I went through, I was like, oh yes, I did get it. It was like dead, almost in the middle. So I was like, ah, oh, yes. So I did capture the whole shadow moving across.
0: That's uh, too bad you only did every 10 seconds though, because that means you had at most, what, 12, 14 images for the entire Corona moment.
1: Um, That's half
0: a second.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah,
0: but still, it looks cool in individual frames. Yeah, I want to see
1: the. Mo- I wanted to see the whole motion, I, and I got it from from start to finish. That shadow moving across the
0: entire valley. <sighs> That's exciting. That's part of the thing I really wanted to get. But in our area, we had a very tight valley, very long, narrow valleys between the mountains, and oh, so I really? could not see great distances. And we didn't have that at all. How did oh, you? Oh, I saw.
1: Yeah, it's like sunset happening on both sides of the of the horizon. It was crazy That's awesome. A weird
0: feeling. It was so awesome. The weirdest thing happened during the totality moment where it goes to totality. We have awesome, awesome corona showing up. We can't believe what we're seeing. And a car passes. And then another car passes. We're like, who are you? Who are you who's driving through the path of totality? I get it. Right now, some people aren't able to go see the eclipse. But if you're actually in the path of totality, you oh, see... People everywhere on the blue line. In fact, the middle of the path of totality, and you could see the sun's gone and blotted out by a moon. Why are you still driving somewhere? Pull yeah, the freak the over.
1: Pull over and look up. Yeah, and at least enjoy
0: it. That's crazy. It they just drove right through it. Maybe they had no idea. That'd be kind of freaky. What was their life like? What were they doing? I mean, I yelled out so loud in in uh, astonishment that they did that, that the British couple mentioned later, or no, the Boise couple mentioned later, like, yeah, we heard you complain about that earlier. (laughs) 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 They took one of our business cards. You listen to the podcast. They want to hear how this went. So shout out to the Boise couple. I don't believe we ever got your name. So your daughter's daughter's shutter happy shutter happy it's a shutter happy photography studio yeah shutter happy photography studio in boise shout out to them their daughter has some awesome images she does portrait work and to the british couple that had the really cute daughter thanks guys it was a really it was a really fun time being out there by you and thanks for sharing your spot so going back up to me answering the question guys i would take off my camera off the telescope and i would focus on this and if i'm gonna use the telescope i'm gonna use a different kind of camera capture because it's just too zoomed in on the frame. I would make sure I have two bodies, like Brent was saying, at least that or more, and have things capturing everything and get a nice zoomed in version. I really want to get a nice corona shot next time, but this time yeah. I just wanted to see it. And like Brendan was saying, I'd want to have these things going automatically. Not having to change settings, tweak things, move lens caps, filters off, blah blah blah, all that junk. I just want to look up and appreciate how crazy that looks. And that's what I'm gonna do next time. So yeah. then I want to ask you guys what is something that you were surprised by that after all the planning, after all the setup and learning what this all meant, what, were, what actually surprised you in the moment, Brendan, you go first.
1: I was actually really surprised by how big the whole thing was because normally you see the sun and it just looks like this little bright, super bright object in the sky and you can't focus on it. But when the moon covers it, all oh. of a sudden, it looks like it was four times bigger than normal. I mean, it was just—it felt like it was just ginormous.
0: Because the light bleeds over and makes the shape kind of indiscernible. You like you can't really see the shape of the sun. Well,
1: like even even when it's even when the sun's covered by clouds and you can see the disc, it looks like a little disc. You know, it's just like this little circle shining through the clouds, and you're like, oh wow, like you can see it like through really like smoke, like when there's a big wildfire and you can see the sun like yeah. really defined. But then but it's not blinding you because it's got such thick smoke that it's shining through. But you sure. can see the actual definition and it looks like just small, you know. And so with the with the eclipse happening today, it was just it felt like it was at least twice if, or if not four times bigger. It just felt large. And it was just like crazy awesome. That was really impressive to me.
0: <laughs> did you get that same sensation that I was bigger, Brent? I did, especially when you can
2: take off the glasses. All of a sudden it felt a lot bigger.
0: It seemed yeah. interesting how you had that, that curtain, that glasses, that material of what you were looking through put between your eyes and the sun. It felt in person, impersonal, and it didn't seem very special, but as soon right. as you can look right at it without those glasses, it was a different connection with the sun that I had never had before. Right. It was yeah. very, it was like hollow, hollow. I just met the sun. I had no idea it was there. I just knew it was the light source of everything on the earth. I take pictures of it all the time. And yet I felt like I understood it simply by being able to look at it. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So what surprised you, Brent, about the whole event? The whole
2: time I'm thinking about what is it going to look like, and then when it happened you could feel it it dropped the temperature dropped so oh, much
1: oh yeah. yeah i was just
2: i was amazed at how cold it got and how much you could feel what was happening not just look at it
0: yeah, and I don't know how accurate this is, but I brought one of my thermos, thermometers, my digital thermometers from home that oh, I use yeah. to ch- measure, it's a hygrometer and a thermometer, is okay. measured for my plants, and I had it above Tui's cage, and I brought it with me, and Tui's, Tui's my, my parrot. I brought it with me to see what the change would be, and I forgot to pull it out and reset it before we started, and so uh. I don't know if the lowest setting is including how it was here in this home or in the drive in the car, but what do you think, Brent? Here in this home, it never got low as 57 no, at, at no. night the thermostats at like 70 and so it never would have gotten a 57 in the car drive there it wasn't that cold in the car where it was 57 right no no so what it showed on me was high 77 low 57 so it potentially was a 20 degree drop when that sun was blocked
1: actually that's what someone had said that uh, my wife said she had read that it usually does drop about 20 degrees so you might be accurate there
0: what a nuts feeling wasn't it
1: yeah, five minutes of totality, I put my fleece on.
0: You took time to put your fleece on? I did. I
1: put the drone up and I <laughs> let it hover because Dan, my friend Dan, was controlling the camera of the drone. I set it up to a certain height and just let it hover and I went and threw my fleece on
0: Aww, and then went back Brendan. to my controller. So <laughs> Now, I noticed it got cold like that, but... A- I wasn't thinking about it. Like I wasn't thinking about food or anything. I hadn't had really much for breakfast or much to drink. And we had all this food that we brought and we were just so distracted by the awesomeness.
2: Yeah. We brought big, um, what are they? Zero gravity chairs, so zero gravity chairs. You can lean all the way back. And I oh, we maybe nice. sat in them for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I
1: know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're all worried because we, because we didn't have any shade. We didn't have any, um, we had, yep. we brought a small tent that the kids can hang out with and they didn't even go inside it hardly. We brought some camping chairs. No one actually sat in them. I mean, it was crazy. because we had like almost two hours before it happened. But once it started like going in, like nobody, like everybody was just out and about. Nobody actually used those things. So it was interesting.
0: There's a discernible difference once the moon had gone in at least 40, 50% where you could just feel really comfortable out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was nice actually.
0: My biggest surprise for me was that every time I saw pictures of the Corona, Every time I saw people's images of it, you see like a star shape, uh, uh, multiple bands of corona emitting off of the sides of the, of the circle. Mm-hmm. I was expecting to see multiple, you know flare shapes coming off of the sun. But when it happened, I'm looking at it, I only saw one below. That was really kind of long and the other one above i didn't see anything i didn't see more than two points not that i can remember
1: yeah yeah yeah. there
0: were much fewer visible corona blasts and then i see pictures of it and realize i guess it's just that low contrast that my eyes weren't picking up all that detail that the images show and then all of a sudden boom not next to the sun not where it's completely dark but over there on the right looking all the way out to the horizon is Venus. I could see Venus. Like there's a planet. Oh, right. There's a planet, and I expected to see stars. Why didn't I expect to see planets? Of course, I'm going to see planets, and so I was so shocked. It was bright as ever. All of a sudden, that goes so dark, and I could just see this night sky. And I just wish I could have seen the Milky Way. I mean, obviously, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but <laughs> <That was amazing>. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really shocking to me about how few of the details of the corona I could see with my naked eye, and it was just more of like this weird outline that the moon was getting and that I could stare straight at the sun, and it was an amazing feeling. And I guess a secondary thing that surprised me about it was how fast two minutes go by, how fast it goes by, and then that nightmare feeling of as soon as it's over, I wanted it back immediately. I'm like, no, 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 rewind. Oh, I've got so many years before I can see that again. Although... Two years, 2019, July 2nd. We can go down to the Southern Hemisphere, Chile, Argentina area. We can do that in their winter and see an eclipse, a full solar eclipse. That's the very next one worldwide. That sounds really cool. I think an international photog adventure is in order. Yeah, two years from now, we can do that. (laughs) Absolutely. So is there anything else that you guys want to bring up before we're done with this podcast? We're closing out. No, it was
1: was just an awesome experience. It's something that I, I... I wasn't quite sure what to expect. The thought of the bad traffic was killing the killing the excitement for me. Oh, you definitely
0: have to talk about that real quick. Your drive home from Idaho Falls—you yeah. went off of the freeway to avoid the traffic. What was it? All, what was it like in a couple of minutes? We went
1: zigzagging off the freeway several several times before we actually got on the freeway. We went around as much as we could. The problem is, everybody else on the planet has smartphones now, and so everybody else has the same exact information. And so when they all went to go to Highway 91 to head out, we could have turned left or right. We could have turned right to go around another way through some back backcountry roads and stuff. And 91 was a different highway. And it was already stacked up to, like, we turned left, and we would have gone, like, the, the distance of 20 cars. And then we would have had to wait. Ugh. And so I'm like, no, I'm going to turn right and actually keep driving. So we did that. Then we fi- finally connected to the 15. And it took us nearly two hours to get to Blackfoot. No, no, it took us I – mean, we, we kind of got off on Blackfoot area onto the freeway. And it took us nearly two hours to get from Blackfoot to Pocatello, which normally only wow. really takes like 15 or 20 minutes. I mean, so it's a rich-
0: 15, 20-minute drive turned into a two-hour excursion? Yeah.
1: Ugh. And then it took forever to get home. I mean, we got home. We I think we left um, Iona, which is just outside of Idaho Falls. Around two oh fifteen, and we got boy. home at ten
0: fifteen. So, so it was eight the eight hours. hour drive. What's it normally?
1: What? Normally three to three and a half hours.
2: <laughs> our twenty minute drive turned into twenty five.
0: I think it stretched to twenty five because there's like sixteen cars in our way. It was oh, right. really depressing for us because <laughs> yeah. like we go through. Uh, up the direction we're going back to donnelly and you could see just the nuts amount of cars that were coming yeah. through and they had an intersection there right at smith's ferry right next to where we were that they were they were cops standing there and people leading traffic doing stop slow stop slow and this one guy you were saying what was he doing yeah he uh,
2: he was letting people come onto the highway but he was letting a ton of people. He was stopping to wait for more people to get wait up there. He for distant
0: cars to catch up to go Meanwhile, through. Meanwhile,
2: he was stopping traffic on the highway back for, it was probably what, three or four miles back?
0: Almost the entire drive back to Cascade was car bumper to bumper to bumper. They were waiting their turn to let like 10, 15 cars through, and then they would stop. And so people were just uh, probably the next hour and a half doing that to get through. Probably. And
2: we drove by laughing.
0: I've got a nice long footage of us driving over them and just passing car after car after car after car after car. So the traffic apocalypse was definitely true. I heard from my father that on I-15 on the way there to the eclipse, they were such a standstill that the police, the highway patrol would put up porta potties around the freeway so people could get out of their car and use the restroom.
1: I did see one of those porta potties out there in the median. I figured that's probably what it was for. In the
0: median is where it was.
1: Well, it was off like where the where they have like the median where it's covered over with where usually highway patrol rest. Oh, where okay. Eat, where where cops or ambulances can make U turns. There's one sitting out there in the in between the freeway, <laughs> uh, north and southbound. You know, so you know with
0: your hamster bladder, how did you make it? Pretty good. <laughs> I did I,
1: I went as far as I could before I had to go so. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks so much for getting on the podcast yet again. This is our 5th session of doing the recording with everything that Brent and I have done live out on the scene. Now with Brendan at 11:30 at night, the 12:15 now we are ending. It is Tuesday. The eclipse of 2017 is over. I miss it already. I like my DVR. I like my podcast and going back a bit and experiencing things again is not possible yeah. in real life. Like I want to. So 2019 July 2nd down there in Southern Southern America. I think we definitely got a plan for it, man. I
1: think we might be solar eclipse freaks. Now I think I'm going to have to <laughs> go to the next one and see. Yeah. I mean, it's just like the Milky way. The first time you shoot the Milky way, you're just like, Oh my gosh, I think I'm just in love with this now.
0: Yeah. And
1: I think the eclipse was like the same way for me. I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to do this again.
0: Oh, exactly. Like, as soon as it's- possible. And Brent said it himself just today. He's like, I think I understand now that people who are, you know, eclipse hunters, I get why they do it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Definitely.
0: It's fantastic. So thank you, Brendan. Thank you, Brent. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Brent, for giving me a nice place to stay. He's even leaving while I'm sleeping tonight. I'm going to wake up and have this place to myself. So all the friends that I can make at the gas station, I'm bringing them back for an early morning party. <laughs> all two <laughs> of them. All two of them. friends. <laughs> Tomorrow, I'll be joining Kurt Kai's, everybody. I'm going to go and meet with him and see how his experience went out in the Crouch area, just an hour and a half south of where we are right now. Hear how his went as a bonus extra podcast. But thank nice. you so much for listening. Listening. Those of you who are new to the Photog Adventure Podcast and listening today, thank you for following. Check out our other podcast. Check out our YouTube channel. And if you guys need a lens and you want to check something out and you want to go through a company that, one, treats you well with big discounts in the beginning and is also going to have a punch card service, an actual very expensive to them punch card service where they're going to give you a free rental after, I think, 8 or 10. I can't remember the exact number go through lensprotogo.com they're awesome we've been loving working with them and partnering with them and Brendan I can't say enough kind things about them yeah they're great did you have a discount code for them thank you for saying that that's right you guys go through them and please put down adventure 10 as your discount code That's adventure One Zero. if you do that it'll show them that you have come there thanks to photog adventures and that you're excited to work with them because of us talking about you guys about them as well as getting a 10% discount on your order on top of your other bonuses and discounts that you can get for signing up for their newsletter, so make sure you use that Adventure Ten discount code. Thank you so much. The apocalypse, the eclipse, eclipse, the eclipse apocalypse, eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> the traffic apocalypse of 2017 is over. Tomorrow morning, I will drive home in peace, get myself some nine beans in Twin Falls, Idaho, and head back to real life.
1: All right. Yeah. You guys have a great week, and we'll see you next time.
0: Bye, guys. Bye.